Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're exploring the book of 1 John and learning how to walk in light, walk in love. Now let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends. Appreciate you joining us again today. It does mean a lot to me that you spend this time with us every day, and I will say this, um, if you're watching, we always appreciate it when you add a, add a comment, uh, let us know where you're watching from. Uh, I, that, I, I enjoy that. I go back through and look at those comments and sometimes you'll share a prayer request or two and that, that means a lot to me and I do try to, to pray for you about those things. Uh, and then if you are listening on our audio podcast, I know that's where the vast majority of you are right now, maybe on your way to work or getting ready in the morning or even exercising. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, would you do us a favor as well? Uh, just take a moment, uh, even even right now as you're thinking about it, maybe hit the pause button and leave us a review. That honestly will, will help the podcast um, It'll just help drive traffic. And our purpose is not to become rich and famous. <laughs> our purpose is to get the Bible to as many people as we possibly can. So if you could help us with that, that, that would be a great blessing. And uh, so, so thank you in advance for, for helping with that. Hey, we are in 1 John chapter 3. And uh, I, I said last episode that we were going to wait to talk about verses 6, uh, really verse 6. Verse, verse. When we get down to verses eight, verse nine, the, this this one concept I think is important for us to understand, and so I didn't want to just rush into it. So I, I appreciate your patience. Look at First John chapter three, and verse number six, where the Bible says these words: "Whosoever abideth in Him, sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen Him, neither known Him." So we've already talked about a couple of clarifying thoughts in previous episodes. One was there's no concept in the Bible of sinless perfection. It's not what what verse six is describing is not that a believer can somehow arrive at the place in his life where he doesn't sin. You know, he's able to live above sin. Now, we ought to be sinning less. But we're never going to be sinless until we uh, re receive our glorified body, become like Christ. So when the Bible says, John, whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. So does that mean, boy, if I commit a sin today, that means I've never seen God. I don't know God. I must not be saved. No, clearly that's, that cannot be what it means because in 1 John chapter 1 again, where John is addressing believers, he, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. John's talking to believers there. And in 1 John 2, 1, you know, my little children, these things are right and do that you sin not, but if any man sin. And so this cannot mean, you know, just categorically that a believer can never sin. That, that, that cannot be what John is saying here. And so some people do think when they first read that, that's what John is saying. But we know from just an abundance of scripture that cannot be true. And so when you come to a situation like this, you think, okay, in the word of God, then, you know, in this context, what has John been doing? Other verses in scripture, you know, how do they bear upon this? How should this passage be interpreted? Yeah. So I, I think sometimes we overthink the Bible. Uh, we, we try to make it, you know, too mystical. And when you take the verse simply at face value, 
you know, whosoever abideth in him said it's not. You know, as we walk with the Lord, we live lives of victory. I mean, that's that's pretty simple. To abide in Christ means to to walk in fellowship, to walk in the light. We've we've talked about that in First John chapter one. And when we do that, that's the recipe for living in victory. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth that. Whosoever sinneth, the Bible says in verse number six, hath not seen him, neither known him. In other words, when we're when we're committing sin, when we're living in sin, we're acting as as if we're practical atheists. We're acting like we don't know the Lord. These are th- this is a statement of of general truth about believers. Hey, okay, here's a good way to look at it. When my kids were at in my home, they're all grown and, and out with their own families now. But when they're in my home, th- there would be times that they would say things like, hey, can we do this because such and such family does this? You know, can we do this because their mom and dad allow them to? And I remember saying to my kids, yeah, but we're not the Joneses. We're not the Smiths. We're the Skellies. And as Skellies... This is what we do. This is who we are. Does that mean that they always obeyed me? Does that mean they always did the things that reflected a positive um, skelly name? No, but it just meant that the ideal was this is who you are. This is how you behave. And that's the context of being born of God, being in God's family. God is saying, hey, this is how we behave. As believers, this is what we do. We don't sin. That's not what we do. Well, we 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 do right. We we abide in Christ. That's what we do. It's a statement of of general purpose. You know, I like too as I think about this passage of scripture where as we go down through the rest of these verses, that it very well parallels some of the same thoughts that Paul brings out in Ephesians 5. And I'm not going to turn there today, but I encourage you to read the first several verses of of Ephesians chapter 5, where Paul is encouraging the Ephesian believers to not walk in sin and he uh, to not to not sin, to do things that are right. And he lists a whole category of sinners and calls them children of darkness. But he says, you walk as children of light. Now, Paul is admonishing them for, for one reason. It is possible for them to walk in sin and do sin. And Paul says, no, the people, the people who are that, the people who are sinners, that is who they are. They're children of Satan. They're children of darkness. They're going to be judged by God someday. So why would you not live like them? Who I am in Jesus Christ, positionally, I am perfect in the sight of God right now. Now, I don't always act perfect. I don't always act righteous. My practice isn't always right. But my position in Christ is secure. Positionally, I could be no more righteous than I am because I have the righteousness of Christ. So in Ephesians 5, in Galatians 5, in 1 John 3, all of these passages of Scripture are giving us a stark differentiation between the children of light, the children of God, and the children of darkness, the children of Satan. And the idea is we ought be, we ought live like who we are, just as you mentioned, Pastor, we ought live like the family that we are a part of. If this verse were not practical, it would not be necessary. Because if if believe if a true believer is not going to sin, then why would why would any Bible passage warn us against sinning? Why would Paul say to the to the Corinthians, "Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't act like what you were. Act like who you are." The whole point here is that believers can sin, 
Believers should not sin. And the ideal is as we're walking in the Lord, as we are understanding our identity in Christ, as we're captured by the compelling love of God, these are going to incentivize us not to live like we were, but to live according to who we are, live up to the standard that God has already settled in your life. You are the child of God. That is not going to change. You have a positional standing with God. Act like who you are, not like who you were. That's the simplicity of it. It surely is, Pastor. And these stark categories that we find, children of darkness, children of light, we find what John says right here. These all show us the children of darkness, God's going to judge them. God hates sin. And again, this takes us back to 1 John 1, 5. You know, God is light. There's no darkness in him at all. God hates sin categorically. He loves sinners. He died for sinners. But the whole idea throughout all the scripture when these ideas are talked about is why would you want to live like that? That's not who you are. That's not the family you're in. And so live like God would have you live because he has graciously loved you. He has redeemed you. You're born again. Live like his family. And, and John emphasizes that very point in the next two verses. And what I like to call verses seven and eight are verses that really show us our family traits. And so we say, what is the trait of that family? Oh, that family, they're, they're so giving, they're so respectful, they're so whatever. It's a family trait. Well, the Bible is going to give us some family traits of God's family, verse number seven, and God's going to give us the, the family trait of the devil's family. You're in one of two families. Either your uh, father is God or your father is the father of lies, the, the devil. There's only really two family groups here. And so look at the family traits of these families. Verse number seven, the Bible says, little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous. So one of the indicators of salvation is action. So does that mean that a person that that in the moment has sinned is not saved? No, we've already covered that. But the Bible does also quickly say that a great indicator that somebody has been saved is in his life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. You know, faith without works is dead. So we're not saved by faith and works. We know that categorically, but we are saved by a faith that works. And so John is saying a good indicator of salvation is the doing of righteousness. Exactly right, Pastor. I love how John, how John says this. He doesn't say that we are righteous because we're doing righteousness. He says that we're doing righteousness because we are righteous. And right. it reminds us of Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men. They may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The way that we live testifies to who our Father is. That's what John is saying here. And I think uh, Jesus says in Matthew 5, 48, be therefore perfect even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. And so we find time and again Christ himself even speaking words about live like the family you're a part of because how how you live does testify to the family that you are in. No, that's so good. So we see the family trait of God's family doing righteousness in verse number seven. But now look at verse number eight, where the Bible says, he that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So 
doing righteousness is an indicator of of identity and doing wickedness is an indicator of identity. Now, again, these are general principles. Does that mean that an unsaved person can never do something that we consider righteous, a good thing? No, that, no, they can. Uh, can a, a a righteous person do a righteous person do a bad thing? Yes, but as a general principle, that these are the characteristics of God's family. And these are the characteristics of the devil's family. Exactly right, Pastor. That's what John wants them to remember. John wants them to remember that there are only two families. There are only two families in this world. Those who are children of God, those who are children of the devil. And this is a theme that John will come back to again and talk about. This is a crucial understanding that, that, that people have. You know, there are, not, there are not God's people and Satan's people. And then some people who, well, they may not be quite Christians, but they're really not evil because, you know, they, they really mean well. And so if they mean well, then somehow there's some good, they're a good person category. And I know we call people good people, and I understand we use that terminology, but John wants people to understand there really are only two types of people. There are people who are in God's family, and this is the characteristic, this is how they ought live, and this is the Satan's family, the devil's family, and here is how they are known by how they live. And so John has given these stark categories to emphasize the difference between the family of God and the family of the of the and, devil. And what is the difference maker between the family of God and the family of the devil? Well, the Bible tells us at, at the end of verse number eight. And you know that he was manifested. The, you see it there in verse eight? That he might destroy the works of the devil. So the difference maker is not okay, you're better than your neighbor or you tried harder or your works you know, outweigh. Now, the difference is Jesus Christ at the cross destroyed the works of the devil. He crushed the head of the serpent as the Bible predicted he would. And we enter into that victory. And that becomes our experience when by faith we receive Jesus Christ. And so faith is the victory that overcometh the world. Uh, we're going to jump into verse 9 uh, next episode, and it, it harkens back to some of the, the truth we've been talking about, uh, especially back in verse number 6. And I think, it'll, I think it'll help coalesce some of the things that we've been talking about. So I want you to hang in there. I know we're moving at a little bit of a slower pace, uh, but there's a lot of scenery here. And when you have a lot of scenery, you don't want to drive fast lest you miss something. So uh, we'll be back next episode, verse number nine. Hope you'll join us. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If Everyday Truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.